0: Now the epistle for the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary is taken from the Old Testament Book of Wisdom, the 24th chapter. As the vine I have brought forth a pleasant odor, and my flowers are the fruits of honor and riches. I am the mother of fair love, and of fear, and of knowledge, and of holy hope. In me is all grace of the way, and of the truth. In me is all hope of life, and of virtue. Come over to me, all you that desire me, and be filled with my fruits." For my spirit is sweet above honey, and my inheritance above honey and the honeycomb. My memory is unto everlasting generations. They that eat me shall yet hunger, they that drink of me shall yet thirst. He that hearkeneth to me shall not be confounded, and they that work by me shall not sin. They that explain me shall have life everlasting. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 1. At that time the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee, called Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel being come in said to her, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Who having heard was troubled at this saying, and thought with herself, What manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and thou shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God shall give him unto him the throne of David his father, and he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, And how shall this be done, because I know not man? And the angel's answering said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. And therefore also the Holy which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she also hath conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her that is called barren, because no word shall be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done of me according to thy word. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. Give unto us, O Lord, wheresoever we may be, a sure defense in the patronage of Mary, ever virgin. These are words taken from the post communion for the Mass for the holy name of Mary, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is a story that was recounted from many years ago in Europe. It's a true story about two immature young men who went off to the university and forgot all that they had learned about modesty, decency, and the practice of their faith. They did well as far as the studies were concerned at the university, but taking this as their first occasion away from their parents and their relatives, they decided to live lives of unrestrained passion. After about a year of offending God in every way imaginable, one night the two men were out on the town And the one young man named Richard had decided to go home a little earlier from his friend. And as he was preparing for bed, he was gripped with a temptation. He had almost completely given up his Catholic faith. He had given into every other temptation over the last year. But the one last thing that he had learned from his good parents, that he still was in the habit of doing, was saying three Hail Marys just before sleep each night. Well, that night, a feeling of repulsion came over him. He really did not want to say these three Hail Marys, which he now looked upon as almost meaningless. But eventually, he did fight that temptation, and although the three Hail Marys were said somewhat with haste and we can imagine with distractions, Richard still knelt down, said those three Hail Marys, and went to sleep. A few hours later, he was awakened by the terrible smell of sulfur burning. To his horror, he saw his best friend standing at the head of his bed in a most hideous form. Richard asked him what could possibly have happened to his friend to make him look and smell so terrible. The friend, with an intense look and voice of hatred and contempt, said to him, you always said those Hail Marys, and she has saved you, but not me. When leaving the party tonight, we were both supposed to be strangled to death, but Mary gained for you the grace to be spared. I, on the other hand, was not spared. My body now lies in the street outside of that establishment that we frequented so many times, and my soul is condemned to hell. After this, Richard, of course, repented of his ways. He lived out his days in repentance and loving thanksgiving to our Blessed Mother, who saved his life in this world and, most importantly, saved him in eternity. And, my dear friends, our Holy Mother, of the Church, allows us to even override the Sunday to celebrate the Holy Name of Mary because it is such a special feast and because the church wants us as her children to know the importance and the powerful and the powerful intercession of Our Lady's Holy Name. It is a great feast in the church and it is meant to be so, so that we can remember throughout the year and be reminded each year of how important and how powerful is the holy name of Mary in our lives. We all have names, of course, and when you use a person's name, it sums up all that there is to know about that person. If you're in a familiar conversation, and you, for instance, mention somebody's name, all you have to do is say that name, and the person you're talking to very quickly, the way that our minds work, brings to their attention everything there is about that person. They can almost see the person before them. They don't have to be told the, the person's age, their qualities, anything. As long as they know the person by name, they know all that there is to know about them. Well, that's what makes the holy name of Mary so important. We can refer to her as the Mediatrix of all graces, We can call her the sorrowful mother, the cause of our joy. All of these things tell us something about Our Lady. But when we say the holy name of Mary with reverence and devotion, we are summing up all that can be said about her. We are saying in one word everything that God gave to her as her prerogatives, as her gifts and as her blessings. After the holy name of Jesus, there is no single name or word in our lives or in our vocabularies that has such power than the holy name of Mary. In fact, our Lord one time told St. Bridget in the visions that he would give to her that he would reward all those who would say his mother's name with respect with three great graces. The first grace that we receive will be a total forgiveness of our sins followed by true contrition for our sins and finally a promise of eternal happiness for all those who respectfully call upon the name of Mary in their times of need. And in contrast to our Lord who seeks to bless and bestow great gifts upon those who use Our Lady's name, On the contrary, you have the evil spirits who have several times throughout history been made to testify what a terror they have at the holy name of Mary. One of the great saints of the church, St. Francis of Rome, related to her confessor that when the holy name of Mary is said, all of the spirits, St. Francis had the ability to see... The spirit world as we see the human world. She could see angels, demons, just as we see our fellow human beings. She told her confessor one time that when the holy name of Mary is said, all of the spirits genuflect. The angels do so out of love and devotion, and the demons do so out of fear and constraint. They recognize the great power that she has over them, and they tremble at the very mention of her name, because they too, when they hear her name, are reminded of everything that God has done for her. Let us then, my dear friends, use our Blessed Mother's name in a holy and devout manner, but use it often in our times of need, in our times of temptation. Whether it be cares, concerns, or trials, that we are laboring under and do not know how we are going to find the answer, call upon the holy name of Mary. Something as simple as, Mother Mary, help me, will bring her attention to your case, will drive the devils away, and will begin to get you the graces and the help that you need. If there is a temptation towards sin of any kind, calling upon the holy name of Mary, will drive away the spirit of the world, the desires of the flesh, or the temptations of the devil that are seeking to get us to stop our devotion to God Himself. It was very powerful in that story what Our Lady was able to provide for that young man named Richard. That when his time came to be punished for his year full of sins and negligences, That simple devotion to Our Lady gave him a second chance, as it were. Gave him a chance that his other friend, who had all of the same characteristics, good upbringing, Catholic life, lost it for a year. That young man, out of his own mouth, went to hell. But Richard had the one difference in his life. He would not let a day go by without using the holy name of Mary in prayer. And it meant an eternal difference for Him. It will mean an eternal difference for us as well if we call upon our Blessed Mother using Her holy name and asking Her each day to help us in our efforts to know, love, and serve Her Divine Son. May Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.